In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. And let us not forget also, on this day of Pentecost, that the Holy Spirit is always also in our midst. Because this is the day of Holy Pentecost that is the culmination of all that God had promised, not just through the words of Jesus Christ, who himself spoke by the Holy Spirit and promised to give a comforter and a, and a spirit of truth and a Lord that will be with us forever. But this is also the culmination of the promise of the prophets and the promises of God throughout all of the Old Testament. This is a, the, a great feast, the greatest feast, dare I say, on par with Pascha, this feast that we have today. This, because this is the feast that God has been sent, the Holy Spirit, the Lord, who is God, has been sent to be with us and to dwell in us and to guide us and to lead us to the heavenly kingdom. And the Holy Spirit is a leader. This Pentecost, the Christians had a, have a Pentecost and the Jews had a Pentecost. Do not forget that. That at Pentecost in the, from Exodus, that the Jews are in the desert and God gives Moses the law. On, and this is what is celebrated by the Jews on the, on the 50th day after the release from Egypt, from, from Pharaoh. On the 50th day, God gave Moses the law. And that law was to be a way, a tutor, to guide the people and keep the people and fashion the people together so that they can follow God Follow the, the, the fiery pillar and, the, and the, the pillar, the cloud, through the desert to the promised land. So that Pentecost, way, way, way back then, was meant to be a kind of a Holy Spirit, a kind of a guide that will lead to Christ and lead to the recognition of the Messiah. And that would lead us all through, through, to salvation and the kingdom to come. Just as a little side note, it says when the law was given to Moses that the desert that they were in bloomed and that there was an oasis and there was water and there was, there was greenery and there, there was quenching of thirst. There was a rock that gave water. All of this was a prefigurement not only for the salvation of the bodies of the Jews at the time, but the prefigurement of our own salvation and the quenching of our own thirsts. Now when we come to this feast today, the Christians, the disciples, the apostles, and the dozens and the hundreds and the thousands were people who thirsted for God. This is why Jesus says, talks to the, to the Samaritan woman about the quenching of thirst. Not just of the physical water, but of the quenching of the thirst people have to be with their God, to love God, to want God, to ache for God, to wonder about God, to, to meditate about God, is a thirst. We're all thirsty. You would not be here if you were not thirsty and wanted to come to the well to drink. So God promised this Holy Spirit the whole time of his people, from Israel up to the Christians, up to today, that he would send this Holy Spirit to quench our thirst and to go, actually go inside of us and be a well, to be 
a canteen that not only that we can partake of, but that everyone around the world can partake of. So it says in the Acts today that the people gathered, it says, with one accord. In the Greek, it also says, with the, with the same, same mind, literally the same passion, the same flame, the same burning within them. They gathered together and because the people gathered together with that, with that intent and that desire and that thirst, the Holy Spirit came upon them. And it came upon them, it says, in the form, one father made, of the church made very clear, not, in, not of tongues of fire, but he said as tongues like fire. As it says in your gospel in the bulletin today, as tongues as of fire. Because the saint... John wanted to distinguish it. It did not come like a fire like we have in a barbecue or in our fireplace, right? That kind of fire, but of a divine fire, a fire that both warms, a fire that both gives life, but also a fire that is dangerous because it's of God. For those who love God, God is life. God is quenching thirst. God is resurrection. God is wisdom. God is truth. God is the forgiveness of sins and the cleansing of sins. For those who forget about God and seek other things, that same fire is dangerous. It, without that fire, we're led astray and we're, 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 we're lost in the desert without a canteen. So this Holy Spirit gathered upon the, the disciples as a flames of fire and they were able to speak in languages that they did not know and spoke in such a way that other people who knew those languages could understand them. And the people, it says, that heard their language being spoken were completely astonished. How could that be? These were just fishermen. These were just people who stood on a boat all day and fished. How could they understand Parthian and, and uh, Egyptian and the, the language of Crete and the language of far off wherever these people were from? This was a manifestation of the Holy Spirit, not just a manifestation, but a gift. The Holy Spirit that we are given is called a gift. This is a day of Pentecost when, when the Father and the Son, the, the Father uh, being the source of the Holy Spirit, and the Son, with the will of the Father and the will of the Son sending the Holy Spirit, gave us a gift. This gift has given the church everything that it needs to be the church and to be the place of salvation. Just remember this prayer of the Holy Spirit. We can remember it because Christos this morning, I heard, chanted it. And it's a prayer of the Holy Spirit that we say at every single service, every time the church gathers, and this is a prayer that we need to learn from, in, by memory and also be part of our daily prayers. It's the prayer that says, O heavenly King, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who art in all places and fillest all things, the treasury of good things and giver of life, come and dwell in us and cleanse us from every stain and save our souls, O gracious one. This lays out all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a king. A king is one who guides and keeps his kingdom together and protects them and draws them together into one people. The Holy Spirit is a comforter, in Greek called the paraclete, 
The paraclete means one who strengthens. As he brings the people together, they are welded together, as one other church hymn says. Welded together as one people. Yes, separate people, separate souls, but one people brought together by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. He is the one who gives prophecy. He is everywhere, all in all places, and fills everyone, every soul, that wants the Holy Spirit to be in his or her hearts. He is the treasury of good things. We cannot do any good if the Holy Spirit is not encouraging us and we are not cooperating with the Holy Spirit. We think we have a good idea. We think we do some good deed. That comes not just from us, but it comes from cooperation and the inspiration, inspiration, inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And then he gives life. The Holy Spirit gives life first of Adam and also to all of us who have our life here today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for letting us live and having us have life. Please, we have help us to have this life be cleansed if, because of the sins that we have committed and, and dirtied it. But come and forgive us of all these sins and cleanse us of every stain. So, and also, save our souls. The Holy Spirit is a gift. This is like a birthday present for all of us that we have received today. We, if we may say, what has the Holy Spirit done for me? We need to learn more about the Holy Spirit. We know a lot about the Father. We know a lot about the Christ. We need to always learn more so that we can have this Holy Spirit be in our lives as well as the Holy Spirit wants to dwell within us. The Holy Spirit is a gift. What do we say at every baptism? If you've been to an Orthodox baptism, we baptize the baby or the adult. They come out of the water, and then we chrismate them with the Holy Chrism, which is the sacrament of the Holy Spirit. And then we say, the gift of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if I mentioned this before. Forgive me if I'm um, repeating myself. But one time we were doing a baptism, and I did the baptism, and I, did the, and I did the chrismation, and no one said the gift of the Holy Spirit. And one little child up in the choir loft, playing in the room upstairs with whatever toys were up there, I heard in this little tiny voice, the gift. <laughs> it was amazing. Who spoke, who told that boy to say that while he's playing, playing with the Tonka trucks, the Tonka trucks up there? Right? The Holy Spirit is with us all the time, and that is a great gift. Now this Holy Spirit, Jesus himself said, for those who thirst for it, it will become, let it become, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink, and he who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow living water. That is the Holy Spirit. If we thirst and, and look for God to quench our thirst, he will give us the Holy Spirit, we will be cleansed and illumined and, 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 and given life. And this will come out of us, out of a fruit of our new life in Christ and our new life in the church. And we'll share all this good stuff with anyone, the gift that keeps on giving. So this is the Holy Pentecost that we have today. Now the disciples were able to spe uh, speak these languages. It was a work of, the, of a miracle of God. 
And they were able to speak, and this was done as for not only for a spiritual reason, but for a practical reason, so these people can go out and share the gospel, the good news, with anyone and everyone, wherever they would go. Now, I only know one and a, ha- and a third of a language. I know English, and I know a third of Greek. And, and, and barely that, as you all know, who speak Greek know. But that is, there's more ways to speak that. It's to speak of it with our joy, to speak of it with our conversion of heart, to speak of it with our new lives, to speak of it with the relief that we have been given by the, by the resurrection and by all that God has, wanted to, has given us in this Orthodox faith, by showing our concern for others and our care for others. There are so many languages that we can speak, even if we only speak one or two languages of the world. So this is a great feast. May we always remember the Holy Spirit, call upon Him every day because He is our Lord and our God and also our Savior. And as the Holy Spirit comes to us, may we, may we recognize the joy as He makes our barren world, our thirsty and dry souls, wet and full of life and full of the joy of salvation.